Welcome to Medically Assisted CBD with Charlie Pimarini. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Medically Assisted CBD with Charlie Pimarini. Uh, we're going to keep moving on here. We've got uh, one of our most interesting guests so far, uh, Dan Watkins of SoCell. He is the CEO, um, and we've just been cutting it up, man. And he's got, he has a wealth of knowledge uh, on a different aspect from most of the people that we've been bringing in. He is uh, very hands-on, very in the ground, very into the genetics of this amazing plant. And you're going to learn a lot. I've been learning a lot just talking with him over the last couple of days. So Dan, welcome to the, welcome to the program, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, hey, hey. thanks, Charlie. Really appreciate being here. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, See, I uh, uh, always wanted to be a doctor. <laughs> so yeah. always was always fascinated with um, biology and how things work and how the body worked and what you do. And um, probably smoked a little too much weed in high school, though. <laughs> <laughs> After AP Bio and AP Chemistry, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get the grades and the money to go to medical school. So I went up to the military for a few years, and I was a, I was a diver, uh, special forces kind of thing. Thank you for your service, in the, man. In the Navy. Yeah, that. thanks so yeah, it's just a job, you know. It didn't, yeah. it didn't pay very well, so I thought maybe <laughs> I can go and, and 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 do something in medical. And so uh, went back to school, used the VA and all that kind of stuff uh, for biology. And but man, twenty this is ninety eight, ninety nine, twenty eight thousand dollars for a biologist, no way. So I went into the financial markets, which um, uh, I, I was looking at as well as having a a a nature kind of pattern, you know, thing to it. There's psychology in the markets. There's you know, re repetition, there's all these things that you can study. And if you can model those things, you can predict and, you know, find remedies and find opportunities. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I spent the last 20 years in, in um, the beginning of the electronic stock market era, then more on the data side and the structure of data, how to move data pretty fast, how to study data, how to, how to figure out what happened in the past in order to kind of predict what may, ha what ha may happen in the future. And um, right around 2018, um, I was doing uh, major compliance work for uh, some of the largest banks in the world and, um, you know, cannabis. And I was curious, you're all about cannabis, which I've loved my whole life, you know? Right. And a buddy of mine who's actually became a doctor, which I always joke, I shouldn't even be alive because we're both from <laughs> not such a great part of town. And uh, he, uh, he went off. He's a, he's a psychiatrist now at the VA. And he's like, Dan, what do you, what do you know about CBD? Another buddy of mine's like, does it get you high? And he's like, no, you idiot. It's what gets you better. I'm like, hey, that's what gets you better? And then all of a sudden, there's, this is unveiling of all, the, all this data that the government's been tracking back since 1993 with the endocannabinoid system and the discovery of CBD oh, yeah. receptors. Oh, yeah. I'm like, whoa. So hundreds of billions of dollars, trillions of dollars, all this talk about cannabis. And I, I'm like, I really think it's more on the CBD side. And everyone's just going into the marijuana side and going to medical. I'm like, I don't think so. Personally, I, I, I love it. I think it's great for a guy my age, 45. You know, I don't really have to study anymore. I don't have to get up and, and, and do the, the, the kinds of things that require focus. I can go play, in the, I can go play around in the plants and things like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I started this CBD business based on a biological approach to integrating um, the anti-inflammatory effects of CBD for psychological, physical, and restorative or, or recovery types of services, which is everything from cancer and pain, arthritis, and diabetes, yeah. weight management, addiction, things like that. And we've been 
I've been doing it for a couple of years. And um, focus has always been New Jersey, which, which A, we call it the cartel state because we have so many districts and, and diplomats. Uh, it, it's just, it's, it's crazy how many people, uh, how many people make decisions in New Jersey and then nothing gets done. But, <laughs> right. But New Jersey is the pharmaceutical capital of the world. Yeah. And our medical cannabis program was built on the foundation of pharmaceuticals. So in other words, our, our dispensaries are built like a testing research and R&D facility. In fact, some of them are actually converted from old Bristol-Myers, Medco, Johnson & Johnson facilities into medical cannabis. And I'm like, okay, great. What's the purpose of these dispensaries? Well, to grow a lot of THC. <laughs> are people, are people oh. getting better? Not really. Not really, right? Yeah. What is the CBD stuff? I mean, it makes them feel better, especially when you're, you know, you have a, I'm, I'm big on, you know, cancer is all, is mostly mental. Yeah. People need to stay calm and feel better. And, yep. Right? But holy shit, CBD plays a role at the mitochondrial membrane. That means better cellular uh, mitosis, better re reproduction health, of healthy right? cells. Yeah. Oh, man, now, now we're talking better living in all aspects. But it also plays a role in the Krebs cycle, yep. which, you know, as a semi-athlete my whole life trying to do things, I'm like, yeah, you need to repair. You need to have the right, the, right, the, right, the right chemistry to fall asleep, whether it be melatonin and ascorbic acid and the proper breakdown of glucose. And then that activates the absorption of nutrients into the cell. And so somehow CBD is helping with all these little things. It's not, it doesn't do anything really CBD, but it helps and assists all the other metabolism like uh, a chaperone right yeah yeah so then we figured okay this is food it's not medicine if we treat it like medicine if we treat it like a drug it's going to be treated like the way medical and marijuana are correct always going to be right. a debate whether it's yep. behavioral and, and addictive but if we treat it like food we don't have to make medical claims you, people should eat more broccoli right <laughs> <laughs> they should consume hemp seed oil Right. So instead of, you know, like flaxseed oil, right? And, and so we started, I started the business as an agricultural company to be able to grow hemp and CBD primarily and then find ways to integrate that into people's lifestyle, whether that be infused foods, whether it be tinctures, whether it be drinks or water. And um, yeah, and here we are. <laughs> Dude, what, that's, that's impressive. So how long ago did you uh, actually start SoulCell? So SoulCell... Uh, emerged from another farm company that I started in 2018. Okay. Um, so the beginning of 2018, the 2017 is when I heard about CBD for the first time. Okay. Uh, some baseball players were, you know, vaping it and things like that. I'm like, well, what's, what's that going on? And then I started looking at the politics of the, of the financial side of cannabis. And it, oh, yeah. it just, it just seems so, so, so stupid. Why is everyone telling people to go into the cannabis industry? I personally believe it should be homegrown. So if it ever becomes homegrown, there's no need to be selling it because they're right. Or right. if it's legalized, then people will get it from Jamaica and Mexico like the way they do anyway. So Correct. I don't see the purpose of that. But but CBD still has to be treated as a food product. It has to be labeled properly. It has to show the right kinds of dosages. It has to attest for where it came from. And so lots of CBD companies are making millions of dollars, sure, and they spend time on branding and distribution, but we don't know where it came from. Correct. And if, and if the pharmaceuticals, which I think are going to really take CBD to the next level by lowering people's chemo, 
or lowering people's you know ibuprofen or or other things and incorporating cbd with oh, yeah. other drugs i think we're gonna get tons of effect they're gonna also want to know where it comes from so i started soul cell farm business in 2018 right after the uh, uh the farm bill yeah, yeah. And, and we started gearing up and, and we had a couple of hemp programs in new jersey talked and then they got scrapped because Jersey just wants to get everybody high. They want everybody to get, go to the dispensary and sit around and call a medicine all day. I was like, great. You can smoke as much as you want. Your soul is not going to get any better. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so we, 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 we um, a couple, couple of attorneys I work with as well, we, 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 we mind what the state has to say. We're listening to what the patients have to say. We listen to what, I shouldn't call them patients. I don't, I don't like to call them patients. I, I call them customers. Yeah. Uh, I think doctors have patients. Yep. And then what doctors say, and, and and somehow that's going to come together. Correct. And uh, we have 9 million people in this market. If we're one of the first to say CBD, hemp, you know, integrate into other things, everyone's a, everyone's a potential customer, client, ages zero to whatever. Oh, sorry, 2018 at Epidialect. You yep. said something really important. Uh, May 2018, the FDA and the DEA were writing letters back and forth to each other. And this changed everything for me. The FDA and the DEA said, matter of speaking we don't see any problem with cbd in fact we like it we like it the the problem is deriving it from cannabis see so the way the statute wrote from the from the dea is any cannabinoid extracted from the plant cannabis is a schedule one substance a controlled substance or narcotic that would include cbd so cbd was fairly illegal according to extraction from cannabis, had this okay. cannabis, okay? Um, so Epidiolex said, look, we've extracted it. We've created a nanotech type of application that uses nanograms instead of, instead of full grams or milligrams. It's very small and digestible. You can give it to babies. And so September 28, 2018, Epidiolex shoots to the roof, gets FDA approved for, for, for CBD for babies, 25 pounds. Yeah. That goes, that, that, that's, that's, that's the... That's the precursor to how, how much this can probably go to everybody. Because a lot of people's concern with cannabis is getting high or, or, yep. or interactions. And um, um, all of that was going on. Pure Leaf, I think in 2019, February, made the announcement with CVS. They're going to have you know, CVS, Pure Leaf, CBD candies, 22,000 pharmacies are going to be selling. Mean, this, this is going to be big. Um, and, and it already seems like there's an existing infrastructure for it. Yes. Whereas medical, you have to build it. Or Correct. adult, you have to manage it and you have to, you know, uh, monitor it. If CBD can actually fit in candies and be mined, you know, uh, looked after like another nutrient that CVS may sell or Walgreens may sell, um, then you're probably going to see billions and trillions of, oh, of, yeah. of, of milligrams consumed every day. And I think that's where we're going to go. And then, I, and then I'll just say, over the last year or so, a lot of people jumped into the business and lost everything. So now no one knows what CBD is going to be. Yeah. And, and dude, I mean, you spoke on so many different things. One, the federal government owns the, a patent on CBD, right? For uh, a couple ailments. Um, and they've owned that since the early nineties. Uh, so what do they know that we don't know? Right. Um, right. And I've seen patients, uh, you know, working in pain management, I have a bunch of cancer patients that use it to help them with, uh, with pain, but also more of uh, stimulating their appetite and kind of calming them down a little bit. But uh, they're using full cannabis, um, a little right. bit different. But 
you know, this, like me and you have touched on before all uh, coming on here is this plant is just so complex and just getting out one of those, one of the molecules of CBD, there's what over 150 cannabinoids. There's hundreds of different molecules that we probably don't even know about. Right. right. Look at the end of last year, they, they just found the THCP and the CBDP. Right. And, right. And we're still learning about this plant. Yeah. Um, so that yeah. kind of brings to the next thing. I mean, you talked about, you, you, you guys have formed a new company, um, Green Cell. Why don't you kind of talk a little bit about that? Because that kind of plays into what you're talking about, the genetics and everything. Yeah, yeah. So um, in, in all cannabis, there's going to be three main components of, of a business. Cultivation, processing, and then the product, right? Yeah. Um, the the, the cultivation is the easiest. Anyone can grow it, right? And, and so... Um, you know, people thought maybe the product would sell itself and, um, people got stuck with the genetic aspects of it. Oh, a little bit too much THC. Well, that doesn't get you high. It's the Delta nine, the Delta nine for low, and all that debate kept going on. Yeah. And so we, um, we saw that, you know, and, and I think Wisconsin has a, a quote that I can remember something like, um, 95% of the hemp farmers in Wisconsin who are we're great farmers, wide open fields, tens of thousands of acres for, you know, for, for grass and stuff, for the cows to produce, to yeah, produce a, yeah. a cheese, lost all, lost everything. Um, I know in Vermont where we were, um, uh, 600,000 people live in Vermont, 1200 hemp farmers at the end of 2008, uh, 2019. Oh and, and they couldn't move anything. They were just selling it amongst themselves. And so there, there's these, these issues with federal compliance. Yeah. Um, so we, we got with a couple farmers in PA um who work with uh, penn state have a couple of uh you know agricultural lab lab guys also here in jersey um you know we're an old state we're one of the first first states you know and uh yeah, you know, yeah. Our, our, our university Rutgers is one of the top 10 agricultural uh universities in the country oh i so didn't know between, that yeah between pennsylvania vermont and and Rutgers, there's lots going on with how do you get better things from hemp and so um we created a new company with a couple of other farmers that um, is particularly looking at the genetics and, and able to help other farmers grow the right thing. So, yeah, I'd like to grow, you know, uh, this strain. We really love Stormy Daniels. Can, yeah. you make, can, you, can you get a Stormy Daniels hemp, right? Well, sure, if it's compliant. So, so our lab is now set up to, um, you know, start some of these clones, like, whether it be for medical or other places, make sure there's no THC out. Then we're responsible for the, for the clones to go to another farmer and we can do it all over the country and we can actually now also go to some of the really cool and, and well-advanced greenhouses like in Oregon or mostly in, in, in Colorado. I think this, this Colorado is very strange weather. So the greenhouse is a very, you know, closed loop cl climate control, things like that. Okay. And they can say, look, we have a customer who wants, you know, a thousand of these plants. We can't fit it. Can you do it? Sure. Cause we can do the genetic markers. We can, we can be more compliant and we can, we can start the plants for people. So whereas Soul Cell was more on selling the products, Green Cell is more on enabling other people uh, in the business to get to get what they want by request. That's that's amazing. I mean, yeah, I mean, you were talking about how you guys are starting to develop the the ability and the technology to not just pump up the levels of CBD in the plant, right? You're like, we can now start to just remove the THC, but yet yeah. keep all of the beautiful other parts of this plant intact. And so that's yep. just you're looking at it at a different way and it all just starts at the genetic and the molecular level. And that's amazing that you guys are kind of taking that charge. But I think yeah. what, what's really allowed you guys, and you were telling me something really important was 
what's really allowed you to kind of grow green cell is because of your um, USDA permit that you have. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, well, actually, we started soil cell with the USDA permit. So, our, okay. I mean, I'm sorry, green cell, which is going to look towards the, the infrastructure that exists with the USDA, which is food. Yeah. So the United States' largest product is, is agriculture. Right. People don't know 40%, that. Right. 40% of our economy is finance. But our largest product that we produce is agriculture. We have yeah. so much food. I mean, our animals are fat. Our poor people are fat. <laughs> we give the food away. We still drop tons of food into Russia. Uh, we drop food. You know, we send cargoes and uh, um, uh, containers into North Korea. We have so, so much food. Um, at the same time, when you look at the type of food that we grow, it's not very healthy Correct. for different parts of the world. So we don't sell a lot of beef and other things. Um, a lot of that has to do with the grass and what the animals are eating. So hemp and CBD may play a role with animal feed, giving the, oh, yeah. the animals a better thing like that. Yeah. Um, but really, I said, I'll, I'll talk about the USDA thing in a second, but um, what, what makes us successful, I think, is that we focused on the product first. We focused on understanding where CBD plays. Um, and, and, and making sure people knew the difference and, and didn't confuse cannabis and hemp as two different plants. So you look at the news and you look at the advocates in the program and they say cannabis and hemp. That's incorrect scientifically, um, uh, regulatory wise. I have no problems with pharmaceutical companies. Some people think that they do. If I'm sick, I'm gonna wanna go get medicine that the doctor says I could have and that's yeah. available, right? So. We use the same words that, 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 that the government uses. Um, and so we pushed, the, we pushed the CBD business and built up a bunch of customers and lots and lots of marketing. Now our farming business, which is a small piece of, of, of the revenue, because I think a pound of hemp probably goes for you know, biomass like seven bucks, yeah. versus a pound of CBD, oh God. if it's $40 a gram, is $50,000 a pound. Yeah, there's, right. a huge, there's a huge disconnect, yeah. right? So we're, in the, we're having the CBD business. We're waiting to grow back in New Jersey. And so New Jersey um, was pushing their marijuana, medical marijuana business for, for a while. It, it's doing okay. It's picking up. You know, I, I like to see home grow. I like to see adult use, things like that happen. It might. Um, but while all that was going on, they were suppressing the ability for us to grow hemp while 40 other states were growing hemp. And I'm happy they did that because I probably would be in a much worse position than I am today because I invest right. everything into our business, regulatory, lawyers, people, labeling, you know, um, you know, not being in finance anymore and, yeah, and right. selling CBD doesn't pay the same. Um, but the USDA came in and said, hey, here's a program you guys can use. And so now New Jersey, who was probably last out of the 45 states to have hemp programs, we were one of the first to have a USDA hemp program. And since we've always been talking about it in New Jersey, we got one of the first we got one of the first permits. Um, funny because when COVID happened, that's when all the other farmers are ready to go get their permits. Yeah. Then the FBI closed. You couldn't get your background oh, checks. So yeah, we're one of the yeah, we're one of the, one of the only people that have the permits, and um, I think others will get them. But we already missed farming season. Yeah. But um, yeah, so now we're ready to go. And and what we're doing with with green cell is the genetic side of it, also real estate. So we're working with other farms that don't know anything about hemp or CBD, want to get involved in it. We can bring farmer um, investment to them. We can bring 
clones to them. We can bring other farmers who, oh, wow. you, know, you know, maybe, maybe yourself, for example, you can, have, you can say you have a farm in New Jersey, not sort of like a, well, sort of like a timeshare, you know, you own a condo out in uh, Margaritaville, Puerto Rico, you never yeah. been there, but it's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> I think my fiance would kill me if I started more stuff. Uh, but um, that's amazing that you, you, you're, you've kind of just, so you started the CBD company and then you kind of, so correct me if I'm wrong, but you started the CBD company and then kind of worked backwards into the plant side of everything. Is that what you did? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which is most people just like, you know, just go forward with the CBD. I mean, how many, I've or, seen or so much. Yeah. No one, no one messed. We, the people that are on the finished product side, we don't mess with the plants, right? right. You kind of just, we mess with labels we, and we mess with bottling, right? That's kind yeah. of our, that's what we do. Um, and so you and marketing and, and marketing and you went yeah. the other way and you're like, work. I want to make sure that my people are getting legitimate products. Right. And you know, how many people are entering the CBD space every day, right? I've seen stats, how many companies are coming hundreds every day and there's only going to be, I, I I'd like to hear your opinion on this. I, people ask me about the CBD market. And I kind of equate it to the craft beer market of the last couple of years. Like you, you're always going to have, you know, Budweiser, Coors, you know, the, the big guys, but now you've had all these little microbreweries pop up and they get a lot of traction locally. I think right. it's going to happen with the CBD companies until one of us in the CBD market's big enough. And then Budweiser is going to come and say, Hey, here's a bunch of money. We want your market share. Okay. Right. Yep. That's yep. what it's going to move to. What do you think? I think you're absolutely right. And I, and, and one of the reasons why we started the farming side of the business. So we, we were always a farming business selling CBD and the way we would tell the state <laughs> yeah. is, it's an agricultural product. We bought it from a farm. It grew from a farm. We use farm processing, regulatory, you know, uh, uh, accredited, um, you know, labeling like COAs and things like yeah. that. So um, it is a farm product. But if it, and anyone can can figure this out. If you look at how farmers were treated over the last 150 years, said, "Hey, that's great. You know, you came from Poland and Germany and Ireland, and you went to the Oklahoma, you know, land rush, and you got a bunch of land, but." And your family's been growing here for years, but we really don't need you to take over this spot. We, we have tractors that can do hundreds of thousands of acres for the betterment of society. And so why don't you sit, sit, get to the side, let us roll through it, and we'll pay you. In fact, one of our big, we're, we're, the United States is a welfare state. In other words, we have more people that are dependent on, on the government as subsidies than we actually have people uh, producing. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, you know, 5% of the people pay 95% of the taxes, but that's another story. But, but that, being, <laughs> that, that being said, the government is very, very keen and very, very fast and very, very quick to give a farmer a place to live, tax, uh, tax advantages, they're growing food, right? And um, if you think about that and what's going on, like, you know, the big food companies and processors have taken away the artisan farming, that's now coming back a little bit. So yes. I think CBD can play a role there if the, CBD if the CBD providers are from the farm. And so we use things like support your local farmer. You know, go get lettuce from down the block. If you want to import it from California and you're in New Jersey, that's great. But it's going to sit on the truck for a week. And by the time it gets to the supermarket and you bring it home, it starts turning brown and nasty. Plus, yeah. all the, 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 the nutrients are in there. So we, we're trying to help farmers build into the CBD business in their local markets. Um, what, what's definitely going to happen is the Instagram personalities that you see, they're, they're going to go away because everybody goes to their food store or to their pharmacy 
And whatever's there is what they're going to buy. They're not going to buy something off of Instagram, right? And um, those companies couldn't do anything until this year. Three things happened in the last six months during COVID. January 2020, the USDA sets guidelines for hemp and CBD. Yep. Okay. So now it's food. Now, if uh, Webco, Kroger's, 7-Eleven, CVS, Procter & Gamble want to be in the CBD business, they can because it's federally legal as yep. long as they get it from the federal program. How much can Procter & Gamble, and they have like 80 different companies, how much could they consume into their customers? They're talking tens of millions of products a day. Is there even, enough, hemp, is there even enough to support that? There's not enough. Yeah. There's not enough. And what's going to happen is these guys are going to go out of the country to get uh, it. See, that's, it's, that's, that's already been happening, right? Canada made an announcement. I forget which company in Canada. I don't, don't want to say Canopy. But somebody said uh, right around this time last year that they figured out a way to make CBD 90% less costly than it is now. Interesting. So, okay, okay. You, read it, you read deeper into the press release, they're going to have 20,000 hemp farmers in the Congo. Oh, God. 50 cents an hour a day or something like that you know it's, and, and 50 cents a day is pretty good most people live on 20 bucks a, a year it, it's crazy right so um that could happen the cool thing though and there's lots and lots to look at everything has to be strategic the cool thing is um europe for example doesn't want anybody to grow cbd but they love the consumption of it correct so if you're usda compliant you don't have to worry about selling on instagram to a bunch of people you know, half the people taking their clothes off and trying to be cool and all this stuff. There are, <laughs> there are companies in the UK supporting an island with 60 million people on it that can't, that want to import it. Um, so, so I think, I think there's some good stuff to happen. Um, the big companies are probably going to take over the, 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 uh, the direct relationship of, of CBD sales. Yeah. Um, we're, pre we're prepared for that in that we think, Hey, if somebody needs, you know, 5,000 kilograms a month, we might be able to do 2,500. We might be able to pull in some, a, few other, a few other places. But Poland Springs is probably going to need a million kilograms a month. Not right. one farmer can do that. But if all the farmers and producers can meet a standard and get together, now we can start to have a stream of, of sales. I, I use the analogy of corn and tomatoes all the time. I don't know if I did this with you before, but uh, if I were to ask you, do, do you eat corn, by the way? Do you eat corn, corn yeah. products? Okay, yeah. what's your favorite corn company? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> How about tomato company? What's your favorite tomato company? D Del Monte, right? I don't know. <laughs> Del Monte. <laughs> so, you know, I think if farmers um, can, can and, and, and people that want to be in CBD, I think they really should think about farming. If you want to be in the label side, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's going to be an image uh, a battle forever. But if you want to be in the supply chain, there's lots and lots of opportunity that didn't exist before. So, so the USDA. The second thing that happened, uh, April, I think it's somewhere around 23rd or so, there was another press release. The DEA wrote CBD into the scheduled list of narcotics and took it out. Wow. So whereas a lot of people couldn't do things in the past because it wasn't clear where CBD stood, it was any cannabinoid extracted from cannabis is a schedule one, okay? Hemp oil and hemp is naturally grown. If you don't extract it or if you do distillate, it's not considered a cold extraction or, or, or CO2 extraction. So whatever. And nobody did anything for two years, right? Three right. years, unless you made medical claims. Well, the DEA went in and said, hey, you know that list of things you can't do with cannabis? Well, CBD is no longer on that list. It wasn't on the list before, but that was definitely off the list. 
That's weird. It's off the list. So see, so anybody can have CBD now. Um, it's like salt. The yes. DEA is not going to ask you where, where'd you get your salt from. <laughs> it's like I got it from the Indian Ocean, so right. I got it. I got it from the the Hudson River, so it's salt, right? Because whatever. Yeah. So so that happened, which means now all these big guys who who operate, if you're McDonald's, you operate in you know 220 countries. You're not going to be able to put CBD into your sugar packets as long as you put in the right dosages and it follows the same guidelines that the FDA says be careful of. Because the second thing they're doing, which just to start, I think Bevin, a great CBD reviews, put this yeah. out um, a few weeks ago. We had a nice little debate over there. I lo- love those guys. Work, work with Bevin. He's, he's, I call him my, my guru. Because uh, he's, yeah. yeah. yeah, he's always up on what's happening and what people are talking about. And we're always trying to come up with predictions. He's like the, the FDA wrote a secret letter to the to the CBO, the 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 con- Congressional Budget Office, and we're all pontificating as to what that means. I go, I know what that means. If 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 the USDA is saying go, and if the DEA is saying hands off, then the next thing is how are each state who get their budgets from the federal government, state department budgets, agriculture budgets, how are they? going to follow some guidelines from the FDA. Remember, the FDA first acronym, first word, first word in the acronym is food. Yeah. So the State Department's now are going to say, okay, um, you can infuse CBD in food. You can't do it the way New Yorkers were doing it last year by having CBD restaurants. Would you like some CBD in your, in your you know, uh, tiramisu? <laughs> right? Just like <laughs> start piling it on there. That, that's not a control, right? So um, uh, infusing with the labeling and with a processor that knows how to do those things, yeah. like other packaged food products, that has to be regulated. So states are going to take that over. So that just happened two weeks ago. Um, I, I, I suspect in the next two to three weeks to the next month or so, as, as people start growing these things with their USDA licenses, you're going to see some massive announcements. Um, or you may not. Why, why should I tell the world what I'm going to do? I'm just going to put CBD in Poland Springs and charge 20% more and Poland Springs is going to make an extra $20 million a week. <laughs> and I, this, what's crazy is that they give us a little bit of a playbook, but then they don't, you know, it's kind of, it's a moving target that they don't even give us a dart to throw at the dartboard. Right. It's kind of just, it's, it's almost a wild west, which is, it makes it kind of fun for guys like you and I to meet up and kind of share ideas and, talk about how can we best give the best results, not even about the money. You know, it, it's the money's the, this, the behavior that comes after we actually give people a good product. Right. And so, right. You know, if you right. keep doing the right thing, I think people will just continue to, to find our products and to find your, your everything from that you have from your genetic plants, from your plants to your products, you know, to your consulting business. So I think it's, it's just amazing to connect with someone like you. That's just a wealth of knowledge. Huh. From seed, from seed to compliance, man. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty impressive what you've what you've been able to build so far. Thank, thank you, thank you. It, yeah. it takes a lot. You, you definitely, yeah. you know, you're gonna you, anything new, anything entrepreneurial, anything that you can't forecast what's gonna happen is all risk, 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 right? Yeah. But um, I just want to say something on the money side. The when when we started playing with our business plan, we started looking at. Um, I met with a uh, actually I can say it. I met with U.S. Oncology, one of the largest cancer. Uh, you know, doctor networks in, in the country, something like 3 million customers or 3 oh, wow. million papers. And, and, and business is booming, right? The, dege- the degeneration yep. of our cells and, and the environment, like people talk about the environment all the time that, of course the environment's horrible, 
we're not gonna they we're not gonna melt the ice caps. The ice caps will get absorbed by Canada and we'll yeah. we'll grow grass in the North Pole. But what's happening is the chemicals that are going into our bodies, into the water, into the air, into the grass. I remember I was in New Jersey talking to a mayor who's considered the medical marijuana mayor of New Jersey because yeah. you know he's uh, he was a cop for 30 years. He's had, he has two sons who were war heroes and and, and, and he has nine cows. And I oh, go, wow. hey, Mr. Mayor, you know, if you gave the cows hemp, um, you know, you can save on grass. He goes, are you kidding me? I, I can't even give my cows grass now. I go, what do you mean? He goes, if, if they graze on our land in this town, I can't sell the meat because the grass is, con is contaminated. Oh so, we just have the, so we just have the cows for shits and giggles. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So um, the, the ground is contaminated, which means the, 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 the cows are contaminated. That means we're contaminated from the food we eat. So as, as, we're, as, we're, as I'm doing all this, where is the CBD going? Where is the money? The money is already being spent. And in, in the case of U.S. Oncology, they, they were pretty convinced. They had all these types of chest um, in, 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 inhaler type of uh, ideas, mists, nanotechnology, things like that for the yep. chest, for a high absorption rate, but also to deal with things that deal with the heart and the lungs and yep. how you process oxygen to beat cancer. And they were like, we think cancer patients are probably still going to spend the same amount of money with us. We're going to incorporate CBD and they, sh they should actually save money on chemo and other harmful medicines. The treatment is going to be the same price. We're still going to make money. They're going to save money in other ways, but they'll also get better. Huh. So, so, so I thought about that too, right? Like there's this big thing with Zantac yeah. right now, right? Zantac costs 120 bucks when you could just take some calcium and some baking soda and now you get cancer from it. But, but CBD, <laughs> CBD plays the same role. There are people spending money on, on pain management pills, yep. right? That don't help them on sleeping pills, on anxiety pills, all these different things. And CBD, plug it in, you don't need so much Prozac or whatever anymore. Correct. You can see, right? So, you can't make those claims. It has to be a holistic kind of thing. But I think if more people understood that they can save money by incorporating CBD, anybody's CBD, I don't give 150 bucks for, for, for a gram, so be it. I'm sure it's really good. There's terpenes, all this stuff. Check your COAs, do whatever you got to do. <laughs> but I'm sure you'll save money in other places. Correct. You know? so. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I tell my patients. But, you know, that's a whole other story for another time. Um, well, man, you know, it's it was great picking your brain, dude. We're gonna ha we got to have you back on because I feel like we need we need to give you your own segment. <laughs> oh, man, cool. Thanks. Uh, um, well, we'll do one from the farm. Maybe we'll start a maybe we'll start a little uh, plot for you for for uh, for, for your CBD uh, uh, line. We'll I'm in. Plot, whatever you want, we'll send it to your guys. You can process it, and you're you're good to go. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm in. We'll talk about that off air. But all right, <laughs> um, I appreciate you coming on, man. I really do. Thank you. Um, what's the best way for people to contact you? Yeah, so we um, we're on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Soul Cell CBD, Green yeah. Cell CBD. Um, you can always write to us at Solace S O L A C E to give peace at soulcellco.com. So solace at soulcellco.com. Our okay. website is also soulcellco.com. It's a little, it's a little old school. Got to be careful because we got shut down and we, you know, it's, yeah. But um, it, it works, and we got products in there. We got some advisory stuff. But um, but yeah, but come follow us on uh, on, on Instagram. We we have a lot of fun. Yeah, man, I I follow you and I love you know. I mean, you share stuff all the time on Instagram with each other. So, Definitely. you know, 
I really Hope appreciate it. Yeah, I really appreciate you coming on, man. You are a just deep well of knowledge, man. So <laughs> Thank um, you. you have a good evening and uh, thanks for joining us. All right. Thank you, Charlie. Take care. Bye-bye.